today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. We want to continue our series uh, with Lion's Lair. Now, uh, for those who may not be aware, Lion's Lair is a, a competition that we've been a part of well, since the, the, the way back when, a number of years ago, 13 years ago, I guess it's been now. It's an annual event that takes about 16 startup finalists through a summer of training and meetings with investors. Uh, they make short pitches, and eventually we eliminate it down to 10 different companies who pitch for major prizes. And we're talking about major prizes, a lot of things that are going to help these businesses to thrive and to grow. Three winners will be awarded at the final event, which is going to be streamed on uh, Cable 14, the local cable channel in Hamilton, uh, in the next little while. But in what we have done for years now, and we'll continue to do now, is introduce you to some of those finalists and give you some insight as to exactly what it is that they pitched and, and their grand, tremendous ideas. Now, over the years, we've seen some fabulous ideas, a lot of it in tech, uh, many of them practical experiences, and many of these businesses, with the help of, of the support from Lion's Lair, have uh, gone on and been very, very successful businesses. And uh, we're hoping it's going to happen with the uh, the finalists we're going to talk with uh, this morning as well to give you some insight into that. First of all, uh, we want to talk about Dirt Market. Now, uh, it's tackling Ontario's soy crisis. To do so, uh, the startup is providing earth movers with environmentally conscious and cost-effective digital tools. Joining us to talk about this is Emma Kerwin, who is the co-founder of Dirt Market. Emma, thank you for joining us. Glad you could be with us on the program today. Hi, Bill. How's it going? Uh, so far, so good. We're hanging in there. Talk to us about the idea and how you came up with uh, with Dirt Market. What was maybe the motivation to, to, to send you down this road and in that direction, Emma? Yeah, for sure. So it was really out of necessity. We experienced illegal soil dumping firsthand and thought there has to be a better way for uh, soil generators and soil receivers to connect with each other. And when we saw there wasn't a digital option, it was really just sort of like a light bulb moment. And we pursued it uh, right from when we first experienced that illegal soil dumping. Uh, we can relate to that. I know in the, our Hamilton listeners can certainly relate to that because it was going on in Flamborough for the longest time. Uh, and for those who may not understand the idea of illegal dumping, this is this is from construction sites, etc. Can be from any number of different things, and they just truck it to wherever they think they you know they they can dump this stuff. Uh, sometimes they they pay the landowners and, and do that, but you have no idea what's in mm-hmm. the soil. You have no idea what it's going to do to the water table there, and you have no idea what kind of contaminants are in there, do you? Yeah, absolutely. Or you can send it to a landfill, right, which is a good option, but also can be extremely expensive. So that's when the illegal uh, soil dumping comes in because it's cheaper to just drive it maybe to a farmer's field or a nearby property and dump it uh, like that instead of paying those landfill fees or looking for a more appropriate solution. Well, and it's an ugly problem because in in many instances, and I covered a, a lot of the stuff that happened in Flamborough and the areas around Hamilton here, uh, it, it pits neighbor against neighbor. You know, because the neighbor said, "Hey, you know, this is you know, he's taking money to do this, but you know, he I, he's, he's he, he could be contaminating my land with the stuff that's going in there." Uh, so it's caused all sorts of problems. So, so with that mm-hmm. in mind, how, talk to us about dirt market then, and what uh, how this is going to at least address the problem. Yeah, so what we do is connect those soil generators with the soil receivers that want to receive that soil. So it's called beneficial soil reuse. Uh, You can think of it like recycling soil instead of throwing it out. So if there's a project nearby that needs the soil your team is excavating, we'll connect those two parties and then they're able to send the soil to uh, one another so that cuts out the landfill fees and also finds a closer site which can cut down the transportation fees as well. Because some of the stuff gets traveled, uh, as you say, trucked to great distances, so there's a cost of that yeah. too. So it's problematic. What kind of uh, what kind of feedback? What kind of an update are you getting on this? Yeah, we've seen really good traction so far. We're serving just over or just under a thousand members, and we started in January of 2021. So we've seen 
some really good uptake and we've uh, had some projects save like tens of thousands of dollars on their projects because they've been able to find a beneficial soil reuse site near to them instead of again trucking it out of the city or finding a landfill or something like that so we've seen some really good success so far this is a great practical application, I guess, of, of, of well, common sense, but also of using technology to try to address this problem. Uh, and I can only see this growing. Uh, if you're one of the winners, and but I love the idea, by the way, uh, where does uh, where does Dirt Market go? I mean, because we should mention, I mean, some of the prizes here is is uh, technical support, uh, you know, legal support, a number of things like this to, get, to make sure that the business uh, can be sustainable and start to grow in situations like that. Where do you see yourself? Uh, you know, it's been a great first six months. Where do you see yourself a year? or so from now yeah we've seen like i said some really good uptake in ontario and bc and alberta in particular are definitely looking over ontario's shoulder in regard to excess soil regulation so we're definitely hoping to expand uh, to different provinces across canada because no matter where you are obviously soil needs to move and it's always being excavated so uh, we're hoping to expand across canada in the coming years and lines layer has given us some really good opportunities to start to pursue that I want to circle back to the beginning for just a second because as, as I listen to your explanation here and, and relate it to, to what we've seen happen in our communities right now, it's one of those things where people say, why didn't somebody think of that before? <laughs> what, 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 what made Emma think of this? I mean, it's, instead of people throwing up their hands and saying, hey, this, uh, this sucks, this is terrible, uh, you decided to do something about it. What was the motivation for that? Yeah, I think, again, sort of experiencing it firsthand and, and saying, why has nobody thought of this yet? And, and having to deal with that illegal soil in, in January was a really eye-opening experience. And uh, we just thought, you know, we have the team to do it. Let's try it out. Let's give it a shot and see if it even works. And then within the first month, we had uh, just under 100 sign-ups. So that was sort of that verification that what you're doing, people are looking for it. And the more we talk to people in the industry, the more they're, they're like, we were waiting for somebody to build this. Uh, and do it so that so that we could use the services. So yeah, I think it just was that firsthand experience, and then it turned into something that people needed. So there was a good reason for us to continue to pursue it. Word of mouth is always a great way to spread the word on this. But uh, but how do you market something like this to make sure that this this is out there and people can understand where it is and, and how beneficial it can be? Certainly, a learning curve taking you know dirt into a digital uh, world is something that. It's a bit of definitely a learning curve, I think, for, for our, the community. But what we've done is we've done a lot of on-the-ground networking, uh, different construction associations, digital marketing. Uh, we've tried out a bunch of different things. If you uh, follow us on LinkedIn or any social media, you'll see that we've had a, a good evolution on how we, how we market it to people. But we try to keep it as simple as possible. We say it's like uh, Tinder for soil or Airbnb for soil, and that usually clicks with people, and then they'll remember it. And next time they have soil, they'll be like, oh, yeah, we remember that the tinder for soil and that's how people usually remember us if they want to get some details about this emma where can they go yeah so dirtmarket.ca uh, or they can email me at team at dirttechnologies.ca uh, as well and i'll be happy to chat further congratulations on this this is a great idea and and, and listen i want to wish you good luck in the competition with the uh, lion's lair but good luck going forward too because this is uh this is an idea that is the more people find out about it uh, i think they're going to embrace this so uh, continue good luck with this and i know we'll hear more about you down the road Awesome. I really appreciate that. Thank you, Bill. Take care. Emma Kerwin, co-founder of Dirt Market. Uh, one of those great innovative ideas. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.